0: Friday evening, October 9th, just to be, you know, ultra super specific. Streaming live on pride48.com. It is mixed minus screaming at you across hate interwebs. He's got the side eye from my co-host who believes that that was a stupid line. It's all right. Got it. It's all right. I don't do this show alone. No, I do it with my good buddy, Adam Burns. Adam, how are you this evening? I feel like there's enough content in
1: that pre-show that you could do another one of those Golden Girls-esque clip shows that you did a couple of weeks ago.
0: I'm doing I'm, excellent. Thank you for asking. Ah, uh, ah, <laughs> you know what, Adam? <laughs> uh, this pre-show that you're talking about is, of course, something that we do every Friday night when we record Mixed We kind of, you know, it's the only time in the week that I get to talk to Adam Burns. Uh, in, our, in
1: our ungrateful chat room, it's like, ugh. No, it's not. When's I wasn't going to say that. I when's gonna the that. podcast going to start? i
0: going to say that, Adam. They, you, you, that is a voice in your head, sir. You know, that is not our chat room. But let me just say this, Adam. Uh, in our little pre show this evening, we talked about uh, cannabis suppositories and. Um, <laughs> rectal walls so if you if you wanted to hear that conversation if you really wanted to be up in the conversation then you can of course join our super elite club called level 13 and you know this is the moment in the show where most people will say like hey join our patreon and we have a whole thing with a whole bunch of pre-show and post-show and extra little goodies that you can get and it's completely free all you have to do is just join level 13 which is free it's just our little our I, I hesitate to call it a fan club because we're not worthy of fans. But it's, it's the appreciation club of, of Mixed Minus. And all you have to do is send us an email. Contact at mixminuspodcast.com and let us know that you want to join. And we will get you hooked up with Level 13.
1: Maybe we'll send you a rectal suppository. <laughs> we, Wait, We may. A rectal suppository? I guess they're all rectal. It's, re-
0: it's redundant. Yeah we'll, yeah. we'll also send you uh, some jumbo shrimp. So, Adam, <laughs> how you been? Great.
1: Fantastic. Okay, How have you great. been? Yeah, I've been great. You know what? All right. The one thanks, thing, everybody. The
0: one thing I forgot in our Lower caps re, lower Decks recap earlier was I thought it was funny the way Riker said, give me warp in a factor of five, six, seven, eight. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they started playing a jazz song. Yeah. You know, all they really needed
1: was for him to um, pull out a trombone <laughs> and start playing, you know, because that's what he's known for is playing trombone.
0: Okay, Great. That's it. uh I, There's nothing. I'm you're, you're you're not giving me much to work with. You. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: it, it was too long of a pre-show, everyone, uh ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we, uh, no, I I we, see
0: the first thing on our our board here, and I don't really want to just jump right well, you, into our board. Well, you
1: want to do the well, you want to do the vote promo, Daniel. You always do the vote promo. I don't know what you're talking about, I, Adam. I mentioned this, so I mentioned this on uh Geeky Gay, and you've probably already listened to it, and you're probably gonna be like, oh. Yeah, I heard that already, but I had a very bad dream uh, last night and I've never had a political dream in my life that I remember, although I don't remember very many of my dreams. So, you know, it is what it is. However, um, I dreamt and I I see this vividly, one of those poll maps in my head of the United States, and I literally in my dream saw... It's election night, and you know, I don't know. It was some news channel, I'm sure, that had the big map up. Yes, that would be
0: all and, of them. And
1: yes. I'm and I'm seeing red, 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 mm-hmm. red. And I like, I think I woke up like screaming or something, <laughs> like, "Oh my god, Trump won!" You know, and I was like, uh.
0: "Oh." It let's was just horrible. let's just go ahead and call this right now, Adam. There's no possible way that like Oklahoma and Wyoming aren't going to go red. That they're just they're they, they might as well just paint the states red. That's what they're gonna do. They're Why'd going you pick red. those two specifically? I'm just saying they're in the middle of the country there. It's just like the Arkansas is well. Okay. Well, I was trying to avoid where you were at. Because you, Adam, <laughs> you're going to lead a crusade for the folks in Arkansas to uh, turn right. the state purple.
1: I'm gonna go door to door. You should. Daniel, there is literally a house. Within walking distance of my house, where they have now put up a Confederate flag, I don't think I have any any. Uh, I I don't think I can. What do you anyone. wait? What
0: what is the like? Where did they put this confederate? Like where do you put a Confederate flag on your house? It was a rectal
1: suppository.
0: <laughs> was it like painted on the side of their house? Was it?
1: Uh... No no no. It's a flag like in a like you know people have flag holder things on the little... So, like, where
0: you would normally, like, if you are going around my neighborhood here, people would have those those flags out there, you know, and she's like, first day of spring, or happy Thanksgiving, sure. or happy Halloween, like, all those, like, holiday flags that, you know, stick yeah. on their house. There's
1: a... You can buy a little flag holder that you screw into yeah, like, a yeah. post. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, they just hang out, and then, you know, some people will put an American flag. Uh, some people... Our, one of our next-door neighbors... Has an American flag all week long, but then on Saturdays they swap it out for a Razorbacks flag because that's the football day.
0: You know that's and game so, day. So, so your neighbors are flying a Confederate flag.
1: Yet, yeah, not the same neighbor, but yes, a different neighbor. Now, you know, I don't want to belittle anyone, but I live in a very nice suburban-looking kind of you know housing development area. This neighbor is like in a shack that's on the other side, and they're not in the so you know, they're they're lower class, Daniel. I mean, <laughs> no,
0: you know, Jesus so, I mean, Christ, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're you know, I mean, I, I gotta forgive them, they're not quite. Wow, uh, there are so many things unpacked in that statement. Uh, I'm just gonna just gonna breeze well, right past it. You said I wasn't giving you enough. No, I just I uh, to, there's a knob here, we gotta turn in some direction that's just like, uh. It, <laughs> All right, so I am just so they so have not, a, they, they just have a Confederate flag flying in there. Yes, was Arkansas even a member of the Confederacy?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: I, this is how bad at geography I am. Where, Arkansas yes. is below or above Tennessee?
1: Slightly below, but but really only only slightly, o- only very slightly. Like, but it's like further you, west than Tennessee. Yes, but so we can, so I can from, from, so I live in Northwest Arkansas. Yes. But the Northeast corner of Arkansas borders on the Southern tip of Tennessee.
0: Okay. See, the I, I feel western like, yeah, I feel like Tennessee. when I learned the Southern states, or whatever, I kind of stopped at Tennessee. I didn't go much further okay. West than Tennessee. Yeah.
1: No. So it's all a
0: mystery to me as to what, I mean, it's like, if you were to give me like, you know, a, a map of the United States. And ask me to fill in all 50 states. I feel like I would eventually get it just by the process of elimination of the ones I knew. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I know the Northeast, I know the Southeast, and I know the the West. And it's like, and I feel like, okay, I could probably figure it's like I know where Colorado is roughly in Nevada. Well, that's between Colorado and California, because that's where Las Vegas is. And it's like, so I feel like I could kind of like Figure out. I have no fucking clue where Kansas is, but it's it's square, right? It's just square. It's just like uh, a box. Rect-
1: it's rectangular. I mean, Colorado is. It's a rhomboid to
0: square, of some. It's but, a rhomboid. But Yeah,
1: Kansas is. But I always think of like the Colorado, Utah, New Mexico, all of those as being very square. Also, uh, Wyoming is is fairly square. And Fuck North Wyoming. And South, like North and South Dakota, like other than the fact that they've got North and South in their names, it would be very hard to tell them apart.
0: Okay. So I think Nebraska, you were, you were in the middle of telling people what they needed to do to vote.
1: Madam. Well, no, I, I was saying we have a vote promo here. Uh, yes, everyone. I had a bad dream last night and because of that. And you should make that, sure you should vote. Um, you can go to vote like a beast. There are lots of sites you can go to, but you can go to vote like a or
0: something super easy to remember, like vote.org.
1: Yeah, votelikeabeast.com or vote.org. You can find all the information about, you know, your state, what you need to do to make sure you're registered. Uh, the deadline has already passed for Arkansas, so you know, everyone should drop everything right now because your deadline might have already passed. Uh, And in most
0: states it has. Yeah, We're quickly running up on that. But what hasn't passed are your deadlines to get mail-in ballots in certain states. So if you're planning on doing a mail-in ballot, which doesn't necessarily mean that you have to trust the mail system, you can actually deliver those to your secretary of state's offices like earlier, or the election office early. But uh, yeah, if if you're planning on not going on election day to vote then some of those deadlines may have passed. Anyway, you can check all of those things out at vote.org. No matter who you're voting for, no matter what is happening, make sure that you vote
1: November 3rd. But 30th. if
0: you want to end my bad dreams, <laughs>
1: yeah. you know how to
0: vote. Well, all right, but I feel like that's, like, I feel like a lot of people do that, I, right? It's like when, when, when my co-host on the other show is just like, vote blue, no matter who, or always but vote I didn't blue. I not say that. No, I know that, but I, I'm just saying, I feel like people are too focused on the presidential election. Like, that's, That's what, you know, when people say vote blue, they're really only talking about the presidential election. It's like, because I, there's certain local Democrats that are sleazy that I won't vote for. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, there's a lot of things on the ballot. It's not just the president. It's like, I would say for most federal uh, offices, I tend to vote Democrat. It's like I can't really think of a time that I didn't vote Democrat for federal office. However, local elections, I have often cross party lines uh, to vote for for people that I actually uh, know and and and
1: like. Well, that's because you're in the high society of Florida, so you <laughs> you know all the politicians. <laughs> I believe you were on the cover of a magazine when you were a child.
0: That's right, I was on with the, Dinah Shore. Or Dinah Shore. It was the LPGA. <laughs> uh, we we kicked off the the big lesbian golf tournament every year with Dinah Shore. It was great. We had a lot of fun. Mike Douglas was there too. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and uh, you know who else was there? Adam Alf. TV's Donna, Alf. was Donna
1: Reed there because
0: no, she uh, was dead that, by that point. Yes, yeah, she's dead. Uh, so anyway, yeah, everyone vote. No matter
1: who you're voting for, you should vote. I'm gonna vote in person. I
0: I heard that because I don't trust them. I and I I want to report from that. So I need this is what I need you to do on the Geeky Gay, which is your daily show that you do. Yeah, I want you to tell because I laughed. Out loud. It was like the one episode of Geeky Gay that I laughed out loud that like Zach had to go like, what, what, what happened? What's going on? I was just like, I'm
1: glad I could amuse you.
0: I was like, no, Adam said he's going to go uh, do early voting because there won't be a lot of people there. And I was just like, he has no fucking idea. It's just like when our early voting places, like the day that from the day they open until the day that they close, it's just like three hour lines of because everyone is trying to vote early.
1: See, that hasn't been my experience in Arkansas. Uh, So I've done early voting before and I was the only one in there. I went in, voted and left. Now, maybe it'll be different this year because we have had, you know, we did have like, I think they said when I heard this on the news, it was like 19 or 20,000 additional registered voters, like over the amount they normally have. So I, you know, it's going to be up this year for sure. But, um, so I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But I have to believe that early voting is, it's going to be less of a line than on, on election day, though. Even if there is a line, I would assume that a lot of people are going to procrastinate we'll see. and go on the day of the election.
0: We'll see. And we'll so, see. Uh, one of the things that we did on my other podcast, That Darn Elvis... Uh, we told our coming out stories because Sunday, October 11th is national coming out day. And I see up here on the Trello board, Adam, that you have a coming. So are you going to no grace us with your coming out story? Cause I did. I was no, curious no. about that. Cause I remember when you and I first started doing dubious intent, you were not out to your family. And, uh, so I've Been with you through podcasting, like pretty much that entire time that you actually like, uh, you know, started dating mittens and uh, eventually like, you know, you came, came your partner and then you somehow came out to your parents, which I don't know that I've ever really heard the story of like how you came out to your, to your parents, Adam. Well, that wasn't what I was going to do.
1: Oh, okay. There's not, but there's not, I I had something else. Well, I mean, I'll really quickly. It's not much of a story. I was feeling bad. You know, and I, I thought I was dying. I don't even know how this was relating related to a coming out story other than I was feeling bad. I thought I was dying. I kept calling my mom. I was staying home from work. I don't know why I was feeling bad. I didn't actually go to the doctor, but I was feeling really horrible. And, you know, I probably thought I was dying of something. And, uh, as, you, and as you do. Yeah. And so I, for some reason, I just...
0: You know broke what, Adam? Down what? and told her. Something is the number one killer in the United yeah, States.
1: It, well, it is. It's like. um, And I don't even remember. I just kind of told her, yeah, by the way, Mark's my boyfriend. You know, we were just having some emotional conversation. And I just. Oh, so I
0: thought you were like leaving her. Like you said, you kept calling your mom. So I assume you were getting her voicemail and everything. And she's No, no, no. Like,
1: I mean, I was just. Uh, I was emotional because I really felt bad and I didn't know what was wrong with me and I didn't want to go to the doctor. And. For some reason that prompted me to tell maybe I you know I thought oh if I'm going to die I need to really you know come to terms with my family or I don't really know I don't I'm not sure exactly why I chose that moment mm-hmm. but I told her and then you know my parents came over and they prayed for us and well not in a bad way they were actually in their own sweet way trying to be supportive they're like we want to make sure we bless this household and all that kind of you know jazz <laughs> yeah um and uh they you know so that's it. It's kind of anticlimactic and they are supportive, but I still feel like you know, they probably think it's ba- it's a sin. But they love Mark and they treat him like he's their son and or you know, mom calls him son. Oh. I think it may make him feel uncomfortable. But uh, but anyway, my fa- my family uh, they they all love Mark more than they love me. They're, if I go anywhere and Mark's not with me, they're like, "Where's Mark?" And he's really introverted and shy, and so you know he doesn't always want to go.
0: But um, I know this guy. I've I've hung out with Mark before.
1: Yeah, well, and he tells me it's so strange because he tells me it's because he doesn't. He feels like his accent is not good, like his English is not good, and so he's always worried. That someone's not going to understand him or something like that. He lives in I've, Arkansas. I've how, how,
0: it's Like Jesus. <laughs> I tell so, I you mean, what, I, I, I'm going to put this flag out on my house there.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, uh so that was basically it. I just told my mom over the phone, and then they came over. We had a little chat. They wanted to pray for us or whatever, and then slowly, Isn't but that surely, awkward. It was awkward, yeah. But slowly but surely, you know, um, they, you know, we started doing game nights together and he went with me for Thanksgiving like a year later. And so we've, and now the family will get mad at me if I go and he's not with me. So, you know, it's, you know, but... But I do have a lot of conservative aunts and uncles, so they probably behind my back are like, oh my God, Adam's going to hell, but we love him, so we're going to you know, pretend we are okay when he's here. I don't know. I mean, I just can imagine what they're saying behind my back.
0: Maybe he'll renounce it on his deathbed.
1: Maybe. Maybe.
0: (laughs) That's what they're saying Um, behind your back.
1: But you know what I was going to say, though, is it's interesting because—so I listened to your episode. Yes. And Scott mentioned how for the longest time he was— out to his family, but in the closet at work. Yes, and it's interesting because I've kind of regressed back into the closet at work. And when I say that, what I mean is, like, when I was living in Dallas, like I was completely out at work. I was ever. I mean, I, I would invite people to my Turtle Creek Corral concerts. I would like, you know, everything. But for some reason, since I've uh, started working at Walmart. I told a couple of people on the very first team that I was on and then after I moved teams a couple of times I just stopped talking about it and didn't tell anyone and so now and it's because like one of the guys I work with he's a a lot of the people I work with are Mormons and they're really like anti-gay and kick people out of the house if they're gay and like all that kind of stuff Yeah,
0: I mean I work with a whole bunch of Mormons and they're like still some of my really good friends today they they but most, I mean, most you younger know, Mormons, most younger Mormons don't have a problem with homosexuality.
1: I don't know. This is a Fox News watching Mormon, but anyway. So, uh, so, you know, a lot of them are Mormons, and then a lot of them are from the uh, are Indians, uh, you know, and and are religious in that way. And so, I'm I I don't think they're I think they're pretty much opposed to homosexuality. You know, they have arranged marriages and all that kind of
0: stuff. You know, they well, you know. It's it's it is a known fact, Adam, that all Indians have the exact same beliefs and culture. So, well, no, they, is, don't. Uh, they
1: don't. They do That's true because it's true that they don't.
0: Because there was a guy. There's, there's like a billion of them, but they all believe yes. the exact same thing, Adam.
1: But you know, I mean, it's hard to know. i Am not going to go up to each one of them and say, "So, are you the Indian type that is more progressive in your thoughts?" You know what? I or are I, you? You know? Yeah.
0: I don't. I mean, I'm completely out at work, and I. But then we have, you know, our company tends to, like, we have a lot of LGBT people. We have a lot of LGBT, we have a lot of trans people well, and a lot of you know, uh, it's interesting. Lesbians.
1: There's a trans girl on my team. Yeah. Like,
0: literally on have my team. Have you at least come out and, to her? No.
1: I mean, we don't talk much, but, uh, I mean, she's, I'm relatively new to her. Well, you know, sphere. you should send
0: her an email on Sunday, because it's National Coming Out Day.
1: I should. Well, just because you're, well, anyway, regardless... It's probably just a me thing. And it like if someone were to ask me yes. point blank, I would tell them. But I just don't mention it. And the thing is, the thing that Scott said about when people start discussing their weekend and stuff like that, it got kind of awkward. It is that way for me. So I feel like, oh, my God, I've regret. Like I've totally flip flopped. Like in Dallas, I was completely out to my friends and were coworkers and not out at all to my family. Now in Arkansas, I'm completely out to my family and I've gone back in the closet to co-workers and obviously I'm not out at church because I mean, hello, I go to a Baptist church, but anyway, uh, you know, so I mean, it's like, man, I've flip flopped here.
0: I would honestly just, it doesn't even have to be a big thing. Just be like, yeah, my boyfriend and I went and did this last weekend. Yeah, right. I should. It's like, what does it matter? They're, they're not going to be like, Oh oh my God. What did you say? It's like, they're not, it's like, Oh, Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's like, no one's going to freak out at him. I, I feel like this is a self imposed. It's like Walmart has an anti discrimination policy. Corporate, yeah, yeah. Corporate yeah, anti. So it's like we have nothing a- bad is going to happen. So they're not going to like try to like go against some policy. They could get in trouble for doing it. So even if they had a bad view of it, they're not going to say anything.
1: And we even have a club and everything, you know, like one of those LGBT, you know, club things.
0: Yeah, but do you have t shirts?
1: I mean, they may. I've never attended one of those events. but You've
0: never gone to the no. Walmart LG? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Adam, I'm so sad for you. All right. So, I, you I, know you what? Know, when you were talking, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, I'll. I, just to wrap it up
1: on this topic, it's just, you know, I don't know why it happened. I don't know why I let it happen. But I wonder how common it is for people to slip in and out of the closet because I feel like I was out. And then I really conquered the family side of things and then slipped back in on the, you know, I mean, surely that has happened to other people as well. I, and I, it just kind of happened, really? you well, know, if I just you kinda reverted if,
0: back in there, if you're a backslider, uh, a gay backslider, then send us an email, contact at doobies, doobies intent, contact at com. Oh,
1: you've almost said doobies
0: intent I know. This it's, it's, uh, fatty's going to talk about that. Anyway, um, I, probably not though.
1: He will I, now that you mentioned his name.
0: I don't know. I have a feeling that Fatty's pissed at me. I have a feeling he's just like, he's like sp-
1: spitting mad, spitting mad Adam. Well, he hasn't said anything to me, so I don't know.
0: But no, he wouldn't because he knows you can't keep a secret. You'd just be like, oh, I gotta tell you this. Anyway, Adam.
1: I keep so many secrets. You don't even know.
0: When, when you were talking about uh, your parents coming over to pray on you, it just triggered this one little memory here. And not quite a year ago, uh, Zach and I were in a really bad car accident. And um, we. Had, and now you're millionaires. <laughs> no. We had just bought this house. So it was like less than a month after owning this house. We were coming back from dinner and uh, two cars collided in front of us, heading towards us. And one of them got thrown directly into our path. And so we basically a car was coming at us at 50 miles an hour and we were going 35 miles an hour. We basically like, you know, had an 85 mile an hour head on collision. Um, I feel like
1: that's, um, uh, I feel like that's one of those word problems in math. Yeah.
0: It was just, oh, the, my point is, is that, you know, Zach's car was totaled. Um, you know, all the airbags over, we had to like basically pry our way out of the car and like, uh, we were both beat up pretty badly. Uh, you know, is one of those things that you look back at it and you're just like, how did I walk away from that? Because it was, you know, the car was just, complete rubble and it's like it's really interesting though when you look back at the pictures you can see all the modern things that cars do it's like the crumple zone crumpled where it was supposed to the engine fell to the ground like it was supposed to instead of coming into the passenger cabin it's like all of the airbags all the side airbags all the you know everything went off and it's just like so it's like really kind of like if this accident had happened just 10 years ago, I don't know that we would have walked away from it just with all the all the safety features in a car. Um, you know, Daniel,
1: yes. if you look closely at one of those photos, you might see a little glint in the background. And that's
0: that's the angel <laughs> that saved you. So as here's what happened. We got out of the car uh my door was the only one that was open i was the passenger so i was like basically like pulling you know help zach get out of the car we and we were beat up pretty badly right and so we both like we're just laying on the ground near the car so we got out of the car because the as the airbags deflate they're pumping out this white smoke in the air which is really just smells bad so we were laying outside the car and because his hazard lights had tucked up underneath his car it was illuminating the white smoke to make it look orange. And so people on the sidewalk thought our car was on fire. So, oh, I thought you
1: were going to say and I thought I was seeing the light and I no, was going to no, walk no. into it
0: cuz some of the smoke near the the lights was you know coming in it, it looked like the car was you know there was a fire in the car so they yeah. didn't want us laying on the ground near the car so there's you know a whole bunch of very helpful neighbors these people that all came running out um basically like pulled us you know to the median not to the median but over near the sidewalk like the area between the sidewalk and the street the grassy area there and so as we were there waiting for you know the cops and the ambulances stuff um some man came over to us and um basically zach was in shock so he was just kind of laying down and i was trying to talk to him to keep him talking and this guy uh you know leans down next to us and he's just like uh oh you guys are really lucky he's like uh do you mind if i if i pray uh for you guys and i was just like you know Fine, go ahead. if If it makes this guy feel better, sure, whatever it doesn't hurt me, go ahead right. okay, at least that way, I can take a break from talking to Zach and he's just something else for him to listen to. And so, but like two or three, not even two or three shortly into this guy's prayer, he basically wants us to accept Jesus as our personal savior. You know what I'm saying? It's oh. like, it's one of those things. He likes Do you want to pray with me right now? Do you want to accept Jesus? And I would just like, oh. going like no, thank you. I, I think we're good, but thank you. And he like, what? And Zach, who's all zoned out was just basically like, what, what, what happened? And I was like, I don't know. Some guy was trying to sell us Jesus." <laughs> 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 Which made this whole group of people around us start laughing. But anyway, it was he was like that's when you said, "Come over and pray to me." That's all. I, I Now all I can think of is well, this guy because it always wonders, like, who is this guy? Like, what did he think was going? He just finds random car accidents on the ground. And he like wants people to convert. Is that's how he saves souls or whatever? He's just like one man on a mission saving souls at automobile accidents. Just like,
1: well, you know, he wants to give you that opportunity to make make everything right
0: in case you happen to pass away. <laughs> You know, uh, I, it, you know what, my, my face was all bloody and everything because my glasses had gotten shoved up and, you know, it's like, so it, it had cut right above my eye. So I had blood on my face, which was, you know, nothing. It was, it was like a scratch, but it just bled a lot. And uh, yeah, so I, I did. I didn't know it. It wasn't until my nephew showed up and he's just like going like, Uncle Danny, you're like bleeding. And i was just like,
1: <laughs> I think they do that in the hospital. I mean, I think people will go to different hospital rooms and ask people. If they're saved or not? If they're saved and stuff like that, I think. Well, I
0: missed them at the hospital.
1: Or pastors, you know, will go and pray with people and stuff. Preachers, you know. Yeah, but I I feel like they...
0: Preachers. will go, all right, so I know this from, because I grew up in a small town where my dad worked at the hospital, right? It's like preachers will go and do rounds at the hospital. They have lists of their parishioners that are in the hospital and they'll go around and talk to them and whatnot. So it's like, it's not like a priest is going to go do a cold call, (laughs) Mr. Leibowitz, uh, have you accepted Jesus? <laughs> sure.
1: They might. You never know. I mean, hey, somebody just randomly walked up to you as you're laying on the grassy knoll next to your, you know, accident. And
0: uh, mm-hmm. it was just weird. All right. I, that wasn't even on the board. That was a freebie. That was a freebie right there. Wasn't even on the board. You'll get more freebies if you email
1: <laughs> contact at mixminuspodcast.com and tell us you want to join our super secret whatever
0: level 13
1: level 13 thank right. you after these messages we'll be right back i feel like you change you knew,
0: you always bitch at digger for like uh changing no, that keys. i did not
1: change keys i, I after to these differ.
0: messages we'll be right back
1: you changed keys no i
0: didn't yes you did anyway i feel matter. like i feel like we're not remembering the song in the same way It's like, no, it's after
1: these these messages, messages. we'll be right back. That's what it is. After these messages, we'll be right right back. back. Yeah. I mean, I was in a different key and I was lower, but no, I did not. I did not change keys. Okay. We'll be right back. Anyway.
0: Wait. Don't say, anyway. Let me say that. And then you. We'll be right back.
1: Hi, I'm Bobby. I'm Jim, and we are. She's not doing so well. On Wednesdays, we have a new episode that comes out every Wednesday. Not necessarily at noon or like ten, but sometimes she's a little late. She's a little late, but she's worth it. So make sure you check us out on Apple, Spotify, or any other major platforms. Also, you can go to she'snotdoingswell dot com. Rate us, review us, and follow us. Five stars, obviously.
0: Uh, all right. So Adam, uh, I. Have been watching kind of with interest what is happening with our campground uh, here in Florida with the Sawmill Gay Campground, the one that Zach and I go to. Uh, had you know, it's glamping, so it, it's there are bars on property there and a pool, yeah, and a pool and all kinds of stuff. But it's like the. Since COVID, everything has been, so they only allow a certain number of people out, and they've shut down all the bars. They only do takeout from the bars and like, because they have some restaurants there too that they'll only do takeout for. So since Florida just recently, you know, Adam, we we no longer have the COVID here. It's, it's apparently gone, it's, it's completely it's gone. We've yeah. won here in Florida, and they've reopened all the bars. So was with the state guidelines coming down, well, even down. if you get it, they have the rectal suppositories yeah, well, now. We do, and, uh, we do. They're they're good. But uh, so in this, uh, you know, I was I've been paying attention to the campground Facebook page because I want to see what's going to happen. Like, are they going to reopen the bars? Are they going to bring back the drag shows? Because Halloween's coming up, and you know they have a big out door ben- venue there for drag shows. And I was curious if they're going to do their big Halloween. Anyway, so I've been, doesn't matter. None of this is important to the story, Adam. The The point is, is that there's this one guy that posts in the Facebook uh, group for this, for the gay campground. Yeah. And he's just constantly promoting his television show. Now I'm, I'm, I'm doing television show in scare quotes, but he's, you know, he promotes his, his television show. Uh, Does he call
1: it a television show?
0: Yes, absolutely. He calls okay. it a television show. And uh it's it's on the Happening Out Television Network, Adam.
1: Oh, is it really on TV?
0: No, like, not at no, all. No, no. It is okay, all okay. streaming. <laughs> They've just, okay, okay. It's just much in the same way that Archer Radio is not actually radio. Okay. It's just like happening out television network is not really on it. Unless you're watching YouTube on your television, then it's on okay. your television. Uh but it's a show called Q News Tonight. So I was like, oh, okay. So they bill themselves as a daily live LGBTQ news broadcast. As you do. Right. Uh, Q News tonight. Now I'm looking at Monday's episode here, of which 65 people actually watched. So uh, here's the, here's the, here, I'll play it and I'll kind of talk over it here a little bit. This, this, this.
1: Well, good evening, America. It is 7 p.m. It's Monday, October 5th, and this is Queer News tonight—the world's first live LGBTQ daily evening news—and it is time to queer up the news.
0: Now, I'm curious here if yeah. that's even true. Like, are there, wait whether or not they want to queer up the news? No, like, are they the first live LGBTQ? it's like well you notice
1: he said a lot of things so uh, and i can't repeat back the exact verbiage yeah. i'm sure you could play it again but he basically said we are the first live lgbtq evening oh. at 8 p.m <laughs> with a white guy i don't know if he's white but i mean he gave yes, all these he's qualifiers he's yes. before so i mean you know he's he's mm-hmm. you know kind of uh what do you what do you do with your bases covering your bases yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of covering, all- covering his right. bases yeah okay
0: so all right so let me just back up just a little bit here we'll continue on
1: Watch as we bring these and other stories from the LGBTQ headlines. Mike Pence is waiting to take reign of the country and he will be abysmal for the LGBTQ community. Actor Rupert Everett complains that transgender rights movement has completely overshadowed gay issues. And the world famous LGBTQ Parliament House Hotel may close November 2nd and we are all stunned. So good stunned, again. I tell you. It's oh,
0: I, I was waiting for a theme song. No, they have no theme song. Apparently they can't afford a theme song, Adam. But, uh, you know, it normally. It
1: must be very hot there in the studio because <laughs> that window unit is blaring behind them.
0: So this is what's happening here. So if you if you look at one of our YouTube videos where we do uh, the, the talk of uh, the Star Trek's lower decks, um, yeah. you will see that we are on screen together in a two shot. Right. Mm-hmm. So those are two separate like I, I mean, those
1: are those are technical terms everyone listening
0: that means there two are people. two yeah. images mm-hmm. but this is all green screen so they're they're up in a three shot which they're all sitting in front of green screen so that the background uh-huh. behind them is uniform but okay, that's good but they're cut off at the shoulders <laughs> into these boxes as if they're sitting okay. together on a sink. But, uh, so let me describe what's happening here. The guy that is running this thing, the guy that spams our, our forum all the damn time, uh, or the group, whatever, listen to me, forum. Like I'm 90 years old. Anyway, the, the, the spam's our Facebook. It's our, yeah, It's our CompuServe uh, forum. <laughs> That's right. But it's like this guy is, you know, older than Scott, older than Fatty. Right, so let's just say he's 70. We'll just go there. We'll just say he's we'll 70. Okay. Every single anchor that he has sitting next to him, they they rotate around, so it's two different ones every week. Never a girl, ever, never, ever a girl, and they're always twinks. It's just like they're all like uh, 18, 19, 20-year-old twinks that are basic. So I'm just, he's basically just using his fake television station to trick these twinks into coming do- over and, uh, you know, so, spending time with them every night.
1: What do you think the audition is like? <laughs> I, I mean know. Does he be like, um, why don't you... Uh, can you try... No, that's a
0: different... Can you try reading this story? Can you try reading this story? And then, you know, he would like hand him a news story and he'd be like... Um, Quick Moving Hurricane Delta made landfall in Louisiana as a category two hurricane. All right, now can you look into the camera while you say that? Can you try that again? Quick moving Hurricane Delta made landfall in Louisiana as a cat. All right, now can you smile while you say it like and you just smile? Quick moving Hurricane Delta made landfall in Louisiana as a category. Two- All right, now can you can you unbutton your top button on your shirt? It's just like uh
1: No, I just want to make sure you're you know, you can still read. Even if you're distracted. So I'm just going to ease my uh, hand up your (laughs) leg. But I, I want you to keep reading and keep your face as if nothing's happening.
0: You know i just i just took a screenshot of this let me post it over for the uh chat room for the chat room to see uh you know one of those things adam uh what is this chat room that i'm talking about yeah i was gonna say by the way we
1: haven't talked about the chat room we stream live on friday evenings at 10 p.m eastern at pride48.com there is a link there to the chat room which is a discord chat Mm -hmm. and you can you too dear listener can join us um, tonight, we have Cyclone, who is our executive producer. Yes. We have um, Ed Gong. Yes. We have Gary. We have yes. TB. Yes. And we have Kathy Marshall. Kathy Marshall. Uh, all in there chatting with us tonight.
0: Hi, everyone. We appreciate you guys being here.
1: Well, now the video doesn't look horrible. I mean, from that screenshot, the video looks okay. And there's even like a little you know, live news, little logo at the bottom
0: and Yeah, but, but the audio it's, is horrible. The horror is horrible. And they all look, they're all wearing lapel mics, but all of them are like wearing them wrong. It's just, just like, it's like, it's like, well, the one guy in his tie, I guess is okay there. And then, but yeah, I don't know where the background noise is coming from. I, just, I don't know. You know, this is what happens when you have twinks do your audio.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I don't know. They're, they're, <laughs> It, it sounds like there's a window unit running behind them. I was, a,
0: but you know, running Adam, Adam, This is a television uh, network. They're the happening out television network. Uh, this is the, the flagship show of the uh, of the, Well, I mean, the you know, co- out. I
1: mean, let's be honest. I've seen the quality of some of the the shows that they used to have on, like Logo, mm-hmm. or that what was that new now next or next or whatever the name of that other thing was. I mean, they could probably be the news for those, those channels.
0: Now they're on YouTube. This is their primary form of distribution is YouTube. They have 2.72 K survivors, subscribers. So they are survivors, subscribers. So they (laughs) technically, they meet one of the criteria of uh, being able to monetize the videos, but Literally, this video has 65 views on it. It's just like, there's no way that they would make the the numbers to even monetize that channel. But I'm like, oh, it's okay, though, because they have a Patreon. And I went over there to the Patreon. Guess how many patrons they have, Adam? Five. Two. They have two patrons.
1: Well, you know, I mean, I... I yeah, we're. I want to say. I mean, you say I. I I'm. I, I'm uncomfortable when we make fun of people. Yes. Um. I don't want to excuse myself because I was taking part in making fun. But you know, I mean, if they're enjoying themselves. It's,
0: but yeah, it's I mean, all but that's good, one thing. You know what, Adam? You know? We do this show and we enjoy ourselves. But at no point in time do we pretend like we're the you know the number one rated LGBT podcast in the fucking universe. It's just like Daniel, uh, I
1: don't know if you knew this, but you and I are. The Regis and Kathy Lee of the LGBT community.
0: <laughs> G- I mean, I know it's G know, Reg. I'm assuming I'm Kathy Lee in this uh, analogy. I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, um, I'm just saying, I, we're, it's one thing. I support independent. I listen to a whole bunch of independent podcasts. I love independent media, right? It's like I. My problem with this is that they're they're pretending like they're something that they're not and it's it's just also they're in a gay campground message group basically just every day spamming about their television show
1: well that's also why he has twinks on either side of him because he knows the clientele of the gay campground and he's got to appeal (laughs) to that audience you know yes they're gonna like the twinks probably
0: anyway it's uh, it's one of those things that i've hit but i see here uh right next to this on the trello here tonight that you're thinking you know, about making a a, a live streaming uh, Adam Burns television station?
1: Well, not only that, it's going to be the number one <laughs> podcast of Walmart. Of Walmart a, from within yeah. Walmart. From within Walmart, no one yeah. will be able to get it unless mm-hmm. you're. Yeah, so I've I've just wanted to run this by you. It's I've the number one the,
0: podcast on our VPN.
1: Exactly. Oh, that's a good. Actually, that's a good catchphrase. <laughs> The number one podcast on the VPN, Sorry. streaming live from at you from across
0: the virtual private network,
1: sparking audio. We, our, our logo is a spark.
0: Uh-huh. You know the spark. I don't know.
1: I don't know what we call. You it. You have but to anyway, get yourself some of those production. Uh, you got
0: to get some of those. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I've been thinking about. I and I don't know yet. It's still kind of up in the air. But since I've been doing a lot of Zoom. Uh, my coworkers have noticed my background. Yes, you know, and my mic yes. and my. Like, you know, everything. that's a super easy way and, for you to come uh, out.
0: Just put a gay flag up there on one of the tiles. Just put a rainbow flag. Oh, that's true. I could
1: actually just put one of my Pride Forty Eight uh yeah, shadow boxes behind me. Yeah, I, you but, can see uh, it right
0: behind me. I have my one of my Pride Forty Eight posters is up. That's true.
1: Yeah. Uh, I have them over there, but they're behind. They they glare just like yours is. So uh, well, anyway. it doesn't glare
0: during the daytime? <laughs> oh, that's true.
1: No, I just mean on camera. That's what I mean. Because oh. they're
0: lights. Oh, I don't have these lights on during the daytime. Uh true. Uh,
1: so anyway, I've been thinking, because now I'm a product owner slash product manager, we can never decide whether we're managers or owners. doesn't really matter. And part of my job is to sell these products to... Now, we're on a platform team that's internal. So we're not building any apps or tools that are being used by customers but we're building the tools that are used by the developers to build the stuff that you, like, you know, like the Walmart.com app that you get on your phone to, like, order for delivery. Yes, yeah, somebody the wrote tools, it. The tools that I build or that I product own enable the developers to build that app. That That is a long <laughs> thing that I just said. You understand what I'm saying. I do, Adam. So, anyway... But part of my job as a product owner is to like internally sell these tools and to market to them evangelize to evangelize your Yeah, product evangelize industry. them. And I was thinking, you know, I have this skill that I enjoy doing that I do, you know, I'm in so many podcasts that I don't get paid for. It's true. And uh and I have this skill and I'm not using it in my job, but I could I could definitely create a podcast an internal podcast that was used to like, you know, advertise the various products, you know, talk to the different developer teams or, I mean, it's very boring if you're not.
0: Right. But I mean, but 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 but. I I get where you're coming from, right? You can basically, so of, of the whole, like, Oh, I can make a living doing podcast. And it's like, you've said before, it's like, Oh, I would love to make a you know, it's like if I could make what I, the same money that I'm making now and do podcasts all day long, I would love to do that. It's like, this is just one step in that direction. Right. It's like, as uh, these you know as networking stuff and audio consumption becomes much easier across you know the company especially while a lot of people are remote I find myself making a lot of video content right now for internal and that's it's been the last year of me doing YouTube videos that has gotten me to the point that it's like oh yeah I can do that but it's like that's real easy for me to throw out um right. and so as I do that then more and more departments are now hitting me up to do video stuff for them which means that I can spend more of my actual work day doing stuff in tools that I like. You know, what I'm saying I can do stuff in Premiere mm-hmm. Pro and, and audio and video stuff during the day. So yeah, it is. I, I it's one way that we never really thought of, although now that you look at it, it should have been obvious it's just like, oh, okay, well, yeah, there's all kind of companies out there that produce audio and video material that I could do, you know, I could get a job well, with and do those kind of things. And it's like we actually it, yeah
1: we actually have a media uh, a media team that that like do our yes and i don't know i don't know how they're doing now because nothing's in person anymore but right. there was a team that used to run all the like in person when we would have in our auditorium we would have these big huge meetings or whatever and they had av people that would, you know, run those and run the presentation and the audio and right. the lights and the cameras and, you know, all that kind of yeah,
0: stuff. Yeah, but, but think more, think more like training departments and like internal well, yeah. training departments where they do internal, you know, both audio and video stuff for like compliance videos and stuff like that, where you have to do audio and, and whatnot. It's like, so you could theoretically be doing that. Yeah. I've actually thought because there's not really, you know, the health, I so the healthcare IT market. He's like a $5 billion market. Um, and there's a lot of people that are in healthcare it, you know, both from hospitals and from software companies and and whatnot, a bunch of people in it and healthcare. And we have very specific things in that because of HIPAA and stuff. We have a lot of regulations in the healthcare it market that you don't have outside of it. Um, and there's been a couple of like healthcare IT podcasts over the years, but they've all like been talk shoe kind of things, you know, where it's like the the telephone based ones, you know, like "Hi, I'm Mary so and, yeah. and so I was. But even some of them had you know some sponsors, and I was just like, "One, damn, I, I should just do a corporate podcast. I, I literally should just you know find a couple of people at work that can speak." <laughs> yeah. And we can get, get, you know, as I can do all the audio stuff, you know, I can call a guest, I can do a phone interview, I can do whatever, you know, whatever it's like, so yeah, we could actually do a podcast that was, the problem is our corporate policy is we're never allowed to do anything like that and mention the company. Like Ah. my, our marketing department actually issued a takedown request on one of my YouTube videos because Zach and I, uh, were wearing, t-shirts. So it's like, we're not supposed to say, you know what I'm saying? So it's like one of those, uh, uh, kind of a things that we're not supposed to mention our company because people might mistakenly think that we're representing the views of the company. And so they, uh. Uh, on whatever it was we were talking about and we could get sued for that and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, you know, I got the, a very stern email from the marketing asking me to take down and blur out the, the, the logos and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what I was trying to I say. See. Oh, but my point is is that uh I don't remember what I was saying Adam. I've I've completely lost the plot.
1: Do you think it's a brilliant idea? I think I do. I think it I is a brilliant idea. I, I mean, think I think it's a brilliant. Mine idea. would be this would be an internal. I mean, uh, yes, I've thought about doing something external that's like mm-hmm. talking about the stuff that I do, continuous delivery, what co- is it? Quality assurance, all that kind of stuff. But so what that's this? what you're
0: doing continuous delivery, quality assurance?
1: No, no, no. I'm no, well, yeah. So I'm on a platform team. So we we do the all the continuous. I don't know if you're from. A, it would get way too in the weeds for our podcast. But we we deal with like how you build, deploy, and test your application. So uh, and we build the platform that you use to do that. It's called continuous integration, continuous mm-hmm. delivery. But uh, so anyway, I mean, I could.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm doing a thing here, Adam. Hold on, hold on. You're I'm you're gonna I'm, gonna, do something, something, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do oh, this. Oh, uh, I see. Happy Jazz. Let's see. (laughs) Welcome to Continuous
1: Delivery Today. Happy Jazz. I'm your host.
0: Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Here we go. Hey, welcome to Continuous Delivery Today. I'm your host, Daniel Brewer. You know, over the last 10 years, continuous delivery has become one of the most discussed developmental practices. Making software updates rapidly as soon as they're ready is the theory. And while this once sounded like magic, the breakthroughs in automation engineering make frequent updates possible.
1: It's easy. See, you can do you've that. Already, you see, do now that.
0: you've already cut into my market there, Dan. <laughs> I am you gotta, now. I'm I mean, going what? to go. I'm competing with you, you Burns. I'm I can't go be do the, the number uh,
1: one continuous delivery
0: <laughs> podcaster anymore. Well, I can't be on your VPN. So that piece is still true. Uh,
1: that's true. So anyway, uh, so we'll see. I, the, I mean, there are some things like how do I distribute an RSS feed internally? Because like, I, I could spin up my own server you know but i can't do it has to be internal so it just has to be and then could anyone really subscribe to an rss internal because normally people use a podcast app which they're not going to be on a vpn they won't be on the firewall so they wouldn't be able to use a podcast app they would literally need to go to like a website and just play it from the website or something so i don't know like the logistics of it is kind of weird when you're only doing it internally um but anyway it's just something I'm thinking about. We'll see. I will I'd update support it. everyone. I think it's... I think I it's, update everyone. Yes, I
0: think it's something you absolutely, positively should do. News game. It's a news game. It's a news game. What questions will you ask? It is the Mix Minus News Quiz this is a segment of the show where Adam will read me five questions from the New York Times Friday news quiz, and I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will give the correct answer. Uh, if you'd like to play along, head over to nytimes.com, search for news quiz, I think, and you'll find the whatever the top one is will be the, the latest one that just came out yesterday on Friday. No, today. That's right. just came out today. Uh, there are 11 questions on the quiz. Adam is going to choose five of them for me. These are multiple choice answers. I'll try to answer without needing the multiple choices, but if I get stuck, I will ask Adam to provide me with my choices. Adam, what is the first question today on the news quiz?
1: I'm muted. So, uh, now I'll tell you true. All right. Our, our first, (laughs) our first question. Oh yes. Is Regeneron. Asked the Food and Drug Administration for emergency approval of a drug that President Trump claimed, without evidence, cured him of the <laughs> yes. coronavirus. Yes. What kind of treatment is it? By the way, Daniel. Yes. Rectal
0: suppository is <laughs> not, not one of an, the choices. Oh, is not an it's answer. Not. All right. Uh, all right. So I, this is it. Was a, it is a antibody cocktail? But that may not be one of the choices. What are my choices? An antiviral. Mm-hmm. A steroid. Mm-hmm. A cytokine
1: inhibitor. I don't know if I said cytokine correctly, but that's what I'm going with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or an antibody cocktail. Oh, I think I'm going to go with the antibody cocktail, Adam. That's correct, Daniel. Yay. Uh, hours after Mr. Trump called the experimental antibody cocktail a quote, cure. For the coronavirus, Regeneron asked the FDA for emergency approval of the unproven treatment.
0: Yeah, and it turns out that the owner or the uh, CEO of uh, Regeneron is someone that uh, Trump golfs with all the time.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Mr. Trump also said he would soon make it available to Americans free of charge. Oh, my God. Did you see that I don't know if you know this, but uh, Mexico's going
0: to pay for it. Did you see that video? That video where uh, he yeah. said he was going to get it. And he's just like, he was just rambling. He's just like, oh, and, and it, you shouldn't pay for it. And he's just like,
1: I got it for free. Yeah.
0: You'll get it for free.
1: Yeah. And, and everyone's also going to be, uh, taken by helicopter to uh (laughs) whatever that md anderson or whatever the place that he screw that i
0: mean he's he's everyone's acts like you know oh he left the hospital and he went back home it's like he's in the white house they have like the they have doctors on staff in the in the white house 24 hours they have operating rooms in the white house it's like they have a, a hospital section of the white house that is better equipped than most rural hospitals so it's like oh the poor boy had to like go back home to like only you know the second best medical care on the planet
1: Yes. After violating the health rules he imposed, the president of which university tested positive for the coronavirus?
0: Oh, I, this is earlier in the week. I read this and I don't remember college names. So, what are my choices?
1: Brigham Young University. Brigham Young. That's, those are the Mormons, Adam. It, they are. Yeah. Uh, Southern Methodist University. Mm-hmm. The University of Notre Dame. Mm hmm. Or Yale University.
0: Well, it wasn't Yale, Adam, because I used to work at Yale. So I'm a Yaley, don't you know? Um, well, you worked there. You know what, Adam? I, I went to Yale every day.
1: Well, <laughs> I don't know if that counts, but you know. I mean, I, you what, know what, whatever. Adam? I you- went
0: to Yale every day.
1: You're the expert. I well, so, you know what? Uh, no,
0: actually in the chat room, Kathy Marshall is a Yaley. I could actually cause Kathy Marshall graduated from Yale. Kathy, am I I I feel like I am a Yaley. I put in my, well, my she's six gonna, years.
1: She's gonna kiss your butt and say yes. Just I because, put in, in my you know, six
0: years there. I uh I walked the hallowed halls.
1: That's kinda like me saying I took the C S fifty course from MIT on YouTube. No, Harvard, sorry. So now I'm a Harvard graduate in their computer science department.
0: Oh, Kathy Marshall says she didn't graduate from Yale. Lynn, who cares what she says? I say i no. I'm just kidding.
1: So which one of those universities, Daniel?
0: Uh, Notre Dame.
1: Did you Google that while we were?
0: No, the chat room said Notre Dame. <laughs> chat
1: room, you are correct. <laughs> Students and faculty at Notre Dame, Notre Dame or Notre Dame, I don't know, are furious that the Reverend John Jenkins, the university's president. Appeared without a mask at Wait. a White House reception last month. Did you say John
0: Jenkins
1: Jingleheimer Smith. I was gonna say, is it is, yeah. J- is it
0: John Jacobs Jingleheimer Smith?
1: No, it's just uh, John I
0: Jenkins. Actually, no, no but still, his name is John Jenkins. This kid, is. this poor guy, this this idiot, has like gone through his entire life being <laughs> John Jenkins. Do you wonder? Do you, you think we're the first people <laughs> to ever make that joke? I wonder how many times he probably got COVID just so he wouldn't have to hear people make that joke anymore. Maybe.
1: Uh, he got it when he appeared. Well, we don't know that
0: he got it there. but uh, TB, in the chat room. TB in the chat room says his name is my name too. Ah, I see
1: yeah. what you're doing uh-huh. there. Um, he attended a White House reception last month for Judge Amy Coney Barrett and then later tested positive for the coronavirus.
0: How, how come all all coronavirus cases uh, of pompous people always boil, end up, always start with Amy, what's her name?
1: <laughs> Amy Coney Barrett. <laughs> like, Actually, I think all of the United States coronavirus cases are stemming now from the White House. So, pretty much, uh, yeah. All right, number three.
0: It's going to take off like you won't believe.
1: At least six men have been arrested for plotting to kidnap the governor <laughs> of which state? <laughs>
0: Uh oh is it Min- it's Minnes Michigan is Michigan it was uh yes the governor of Michigan Titchy is that her name Titchy uh I don't
1: know but uh do you is Michigan your final
0: answer Yes Adam
1: It is the men surveilled the vacation home of governor Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan Whitmer. in August okay. and September and indicated that they wanted to take her hostage before the presidential election in November, an FBI special agent said in a criminal complaint, they have been charged by federal authorities with conspiracy to commit kidnapping, which can carry a life sentence.
0: Yeah, fake news.
1: All right. Number four. The
0: penultimate question, Adam.
1: Two Supreme Court justices appeared to urge the court on Monday to reconsider its 2015 decision establishing a constitutional right to same-sex marriage. Name them.
0: So it's Thomas and Alito, I want to say. Was it Thomas and Alito? Is that your answer? Yes, that's my answer.
1: That is correct. Uh, Yeah, Justices Thomas and Alito, who dissented from the Supreme Court 2015 decision that established a constitutional right to same-sex marriage, appeared to urge the court to reconsider the ruling, which they had said had invented a right with no basis in the text of the Constitution.
0: Yeah, and um, I, I know a lot of people were, were butthurt about this the other day. I mean, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's, the Supreme Court can't just arbitrarily, like, make they have to have a case to, to rule on. So it's like someone would have to bring a case up for that. to. Have, I don't even know how that would happen at this point at this point in time you you have uh gay couples on the tax rolls and whatnot you you would end up in a situation where it's like oh well you can't you have to file this way but you can't file that way and it it would be a mess number five also also if the democrats control the senate and the congress they literally could just pass a law making gay marriage legal and then the courts would have no say so in it it's like the courts are just trying to interpret the, the constitution but if congress specifically makes a law then it's just like okay well then it's done
1: Now, I know we're right in the middle of a quiz segment, but I I did want to mention this in today's podcast. Actually, I'll mention it it later. Mention it after the quiz. Um, All right. Number five, the the mobile, the Nobel Prize in Chemistry Mm -hmm. was awarded on Wednesday. Yes. What happened for the first time this year?
0: Uh... So probably some kind of goofy thing about it. it was done remote but what's the what are my choices
1: the award winner refused to accept the prize money a scientist under the age of 30 won the prize the prize was awarded posthumously or the
0: prize was awarded to two women so I feel like those first three things have happened before because I know that they've awarded things posthumously I know that there's been people under 30 and I think I think that there's been cases where people notice that are not they're, it says prize money, not the prize, right? They didn't refuse the prize, they refused the prize money, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. The cash money, Daniel, the yeah. cash money. Like, I could see, like, Obama doing that. It's just, like, going, like, I, I won't take the money because I'm president and that's taxi weird and stuff. Anyway, uh, Adam, so I'm going to go with the last one, which is the two women one.
1: Well, Daniel, you what? have done it today. I have. Johnny,
0: tell him what he's
1: done. Well, boys and girls, Daniel has gotten five out of five questions correct Woo! on the NY Times quiz. Wow. And he's
0: won nothing a rectal
1: suppository.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, in fairness, the chat room gave me one. I, w- I would have I, had, it would have been four out of five because I would not have known not, not-, not-, not- <laughs> Richard All right, so tell me what you wanted to tell me. All right, you said the, oh, yeah. The, yeah. Uh,
1: well, this is a, a very dry topic. Okay. But I just wanted to let you know that I learned a little bit this week. Um, so, you know, there's been all this talk about, you know, Amy, what, whatever her name is, Barrett, you know, I can't her remember nomination. her name, you
0: know, it's like, I can remember like, I can tell you like who the senators are from most States, like even obscure ones. And I cannot for the life of me, remember her middle name. I know it's Amy Barrett. I just don't remember the, the C part. It's like, it rotates in my mind. It's like Amy Cat Barrett, Amy Katya Barrett. Amy, or Amy, or... Call me or me or... Amy Corona Barrett. I don't know. It's just like, I, for some reason, I just can't remember her middle name. So
1: uh, anyway, I've been listening to this podcast called The Political Orphanage.
0: Yes. And I heard about it on Justin Robert Young's podcast. That's the one that's going to now be, they're going to be co-podcasting for the next few weeks?
1: Yes. And he had Andrew Heaton, I believe is his name. Anyway, I don't really know. He's like a comedian who also has some ties to law somehow. Sure. Or like, I don't know. Maybe he was a lawyer. I'm not really sure. But anyway, he did a whole series this week on the types of justices of the Supreme Court and how they interpret the constitution. And I found it very interesting because people make a big deal out of like, oh, they're, they're nominating a conservative or they're nominating a liberal or, you know, whatever. And theoretically speaking, the judge should not be letting their political leaning whether they're conservative or liberal dictate how their their ruling is going to be mm-hmm. but there are different ways of interpreting the constitution there is a there is a uh, a oh god i'm not i'm not going to remember the name now but there's there's the the kind of interpretation where you're like these are the words I'm taking the words at face value, what the words Yes, a
0: constructionist or a, uh, yeah, basically, yeah, that's that's a a literalist.
1: Yeah. And then there's another one where- A constitutional literalist. And then there's a living constitution
0: or something like that. Yes, where they're trying to get to the intent.
1: They're trying to get to the intent and they're saying, you know, we've changed a lot since then. So therefore, this thing that they said back then, whatever, whatever, well- I'm not going to get into like the weeds of like you know what that would mean but surprisingly um, those are not necessarily always related to whether you're conservative or liberal right now democrats are mostly or a more liberal leaning justice tends to be the the one that wants to kind of look at the intent yes but a, but about 10 15 20 years ago um democrats actually were the ones who were literally Uh, kind of interpreting the Constitution. And Republicans were the ones who were being, or the more conservatives were being the more living constitutionalists. So uh, I'm not saying that, that nominating a conservative judge is a good thing for us who are more liberal, but I am saying there's more to it than just whether they're liberal or conservative, it's kind of yeah, how I, they interpret the Constitution. Yeah, I think
0: the problem that a lot of people have with uh, I'm going to pick one from the chat room now. Like Amy, no, she better don't bear it. Is that uh, she was a law clerk for uh, what's his name for Scalia? Is like she's basically like. uh, she scalia was her mentor and she was
1: a literalist yeah. or is
0: and it's like of course she's against roe v wade like that was whole that was trump's whole thing he's like every judge on this list is said that they will vote against roe versus wade and is like blah blah blah. so it's like i don't think gay like i said i feel like gay marriage is ingrained enough in the country right now that literally congress would just pass a law and it's just like then it wouldn't be a constitutional issue anymore so
1: yeah. But anyway, if you're interested in that, uh, I just found it very interesting because I had never really thought about it. And I'm not saying that this is what happens. But in theory, Supreme Court justices are not supposed to base their decision or not supposed to base their decisions on their own personal beliefs. I mean, I knew that. No,
0: it's in, it's in, their, but oath, it's, in their oath. But I it's think, yeah.
1: It's like, how do they they look at the Constitution and they say, what do we think? The Constitution says regarding this. And really, I'm going to say, I know it's kind of a last resort when you can't get a law passed. Basically, it's like, well, you know, take it to the Supreme Court or whatever. But really, the way it's supposed to work is our Congress is supposed to pass laws. Yes, Adam. To enable things like gay marriage. The
0: problem is, is that and, n- there's been almost no legislation passed through the Senate. Mitch McConnell right. has basically not brought any real legislation to the floor other than just the bare minimum needed to keep the lights on for the last term. Adam, I have a thing here for you. OK, give me a thing. I got to find it. OK, well, anyway, so so that I found that
1: interesting. You can look at you can listen to Political Orphanage if you uh, we're advertising another podcast now or I am it's interesting I find it very interesting okay so.
0: uh speaking of another podcast yeah you on this very show were talking about getting a Vitamix because it heated soup and uh this, no, this just led not to because Adam, it, Adam, it doesn't soup. matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter uh this comes from another podcast yeah called the Church of Deborah and this this was sent in by our executive producer I just want to play you this little clip here Adam uh from the Church of Deborah this past week coffee in the vitamix have you ever made coffee in the vitamix no why would i do that you take the beans because i'm not i'm not unemployed okay well if you were unemployed you could have bought one like i did from the costco with an unlimited return policy Mm -hmm. you take the coffee beans right and you put it in there with the water and you blend it like for a minute two minutes three minutes and it gets hot and then you just strain it. And then you just, so, oh, it's so good. Don't so ever have a question. Wow. She's a, he's heating up, or she's heating up her coffee in the Vitamix. Yeah. Just like your soup, Adam. But then uh, I believe this is Deborah here. Deborah raises a good question. Yeah. <laughs> I made carrot um, juice also today. You take carrots, take a bag, delicious. a pound of carrots. Why the fuck would you do that? It's cheaper. Blend, blend <laughs> carrots. Or the coffee. No. Which one? Blend the coffee for two minutes. To get it hot. Instead of using (laughs) instead of using a (laughs) coffee maker. Because it's well, now, because it extracts it extracts the flavor better because no. it's blended in, and you have to strain it. So,
1: how much does it cost in electricity <laughs> to run the Vitamix for
0: two know. to three minutes? That so sounds then, like a barren frosty how question. Much was five minutes, because mm-hmm. I made soup the other day. In it, you think that's a soup? Long made soup? Oh my god, and it must be so fucking loud. <laughs> oh my god, that's the other thing. How loud? <laughs> and the cats go crazy and start rapping <laughs> And when I when I got it on, there's two caves. and all of a sudden they'll see me with that thing. Oh Lord, because you know I got it, so I want to use it a lot. Who are they? They're kind of funny. That's the Church of Deborah. The Church of Deborah. Yes.
1: And I, are these are these gay folks? Are they old women? Like what? What? What's the story? About I know this?
0: nothing about them, Adam. Nothing. I
1: mean it sounds kind of entertaining. I kinda of wanna subscribe as, after listening to that. Let's clip. let's go
0: over to podchaser.com. You know Adam, it's the IMDB of podcasting. Let's uh, let's just type in here Church of Deborah. Church of Deborah. It's a podcast. Let's see what the little blurb says uh after the cancellation of facts of life in 1988 deborah wilkerson spiraled into a deep depression that would never fully recover from she found jesus and eventually founded the church of deborah a long journey through a the medical system afforded her with a daily regimen of medicines that brought her back to reality i have no idea what this means uh oh my god it goes on i have no idea adam
1: this is one of those though where kind of like Auntie vera they're playing characters and that kinda always annoys me because the thing I like about podcasts is how you feel like you know the people or whatever. And when it's a character and they're hiding behind something and you don't really know who they are, then it but they are funny. I, I it kind of annoys me a little bit. But um but they do sound funny though. I, I may have a listen just to see if I enjoy it.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. Uh you know what but Adam see there? It heats it up. It'll heat up
1: your coffee, it'll make soup.
0: <laughs> Here's the question I, though. If they're playing characters, do you think the cats are real? I don't know. Like ma- do they just they, make up their pets too? But oh, you that's, know, that's, just I say, that's just evil. I that's just I want to say one evil.
1: more thing about the Vitamix. So uh Cyclone says the Vitamix is evil. Mm-hmm. What I want to say is not as evil ma- as
0: making up fake pets. I'll tell you that.
1: The, the main reason that I would want to buy a Vitamix is because I love frozen drinks. Mm-hmm. And a and but a but it heats like, them up
0: no 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 no. I mean you have to, you have to oh put if you it on if you if you blend it in the opposite direction it's it, it, is, it, it, is this I, like the mcdLT like does it make the well, hot side hot and the cold side cold you
1: can make ice cream but the way you do that is you uh you uh you have frozen like stuff and you put the frozen stuff in there and you blend it and it makes it smooth and creamy by cooking no well no it doesn't <laughs> cook it I don't know, Daniel. I'm, I did not invent the Vitamix. I'm saying Vitamix is the brand that they use in restaurants. I have had blenders that have not been able to crush my ice mm-hmm. to the correct crushiness mm-hmm. that I want. And I know a Vitamix would do it. And bonus... I can also make soup and Deborah likes it. Okay. So, uh,
0: You know, uh, on this day in 1936, the Hoover Dam began transmitting electricity to Los Angeles, Adam.
1: I've been to the Hoover Dam. You
0: have? I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, you know, harnessing the power of the mighty what river, Adam?
1: Well, it's in uh gosh, I want to say it's in Nevada. It is Nevada, but Is it the
0: Colorado River? It is, Adam, the mighty Colorado River. Oh, that, was a,
1: that was right out of my ass.
0: Begin sending electricity <laughs> over transmission lines spanning 266 miles of mountains and deserts to run the lights, radios, and stoves of Los Angeles. I, I love in this little blurb that means that it doesn't run anything else, just the lights, radios, and stoves of Los Angeles. Well, I believe it says it's enough to right. No, or does it, it say says it just begin sending electricity over transmission spanning of mountains. Deserts, I mean, how to do they? The how do
1: they? Uh, how do they gate? For those, how do they make sure the power doesn't actually
0: filter because through 19, if it's anything well, other than? In, fa- in fairness, in 1936, there weren't too many electrical devices other than lights and radios and stoves. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, they didn't have a lot of electric things in 1936. True. They didn't, the uh, chat room is pointing out they had no Vitamixes then. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, and then uh, I have a thing for you here, Adam. Do you? Yeah, I have a song. What is it? You. I have a song. Oh, a song. I'm going to play this song for you. This is a theme song to one of the top grossing uh, box office movies uh, of October 9th. Of I mean,
1: October 9th. Okay. Uh,
0: of some year. So this will be uh, October 9th. This movie was uh, a hit in the box office, number one in the box office, Adam. What is this movie?
1: The social network. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, Is it Private Benjamin?
0: It is, Adam. It is. uh, Let me give you a ding there. Yeah, that is Private Benjamin starring Goldie Hawn. Uh, This was uh, later turned into a television show of the same name, uh, Private Benjamin. You know, I had a
1: premonition that that's the one that you were going to play. But then I was thinking, you know, uh, I feel like it must sound like the theme to the Gomer Pile. (laughs) And, uh, because, you know, they're both like in the army, they're both kind of giggly. Yeah. It's, it's all a comedy kind of, I'm in the army, woohoo, you know, sort mm-hmm. of thing. So I felt like the theme song would sound similar and it did. Well, there you go. It did It sound similar.
0: So, uh, it had a, had a, had a mission. Uh, let's see the president in the role of Sam, I'm trying to see if there's anything fun here in the, uh, Oh, here we go. <clears throat> I have to get to the, uh. The headline is probably better than the article. Teens getting high on deadly viruses. That's the headline? They're stealing them from medical labs and taking them like drugs. With rectal suppositories? I don't know. It's like (laughs) Let's find out here. Let's see. Uh, Maybe it's a nasal spray. This is from the weekly uh, world news. Our thrill-seeking teens are indulging in the most dangerous fad ever. They're breaking into medical laboratories, stealing deadly viruses, and getting high on them. The desperate youths are taking specimens of Ebola, AIDS, and other killer diseases. How do you get high on a virus? I don't know. I don't think these people really know how science works. Like, I kind of see that now, you know, like in the, the Republican Party. It's like, They don't really get how science works. Well, isn't
1: the Weekly World News a satire sort of
0: publication anyway? No. Everything they print is... If you saw the movie Men in Black, Adam, it's the best reporting on the planet. Okay. Uh, Also, uh, this was in Star Trek lore. This was the... uh, October 9th was the first appearance of Lieutenant Commander Worf on Deep Space Nine. Oh. He became a cast regular.
1: I mean, you know, that actor, he wants to be on any Star Trek. They'll let him be Michael on.
0: Dorn. And he Dorn, did for yeah. the longest time. Oh, not for the longest time for, for a while there. He was the Star Trek actor on the most different series. But Jonathan Frakes now has him uh, beat. So Jonathan Frakes has been on. Uh, he's on Enterprise. He was on Deep Space Nine. He was on Voyager. He was on um, uh, Picard. And he was on Enterprise. You said that already, but
1: recently, yesterday or I two days say, ago, he was in, lo- you said Enterprise twice, but it's no, okay. No, next you generation, and-
0: next generation, if I said Enterprise, I was mistaken. Next generation, You're, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and then I said Picard, but then no, I oh, and Enterprise.
1: You said and Enterprise that, twice. Go back and listen to the tape, but it doesn't matter. It's that, fine. We haven't used was tape also since
0: 1935 the- when we ran our lights and stoves off of electricity.
1: Go back to the rack machine or whatever it's called and listen to the tape. Um, he was also in Lower Decks. This I know.
0: Week. This week, yeah, I've met Jonathan Fray,
1: which by the way, had have you?
0: I was at the fiftieth uh, Star Trek. In, uh, was he nice? Convention.
1: Yeah, he's very nice.
0: Did he play a trombone? No, he did not. He does not know how to play the trombone.
1: Okay. Did you have a drink with him or? No, I, no. I
0: played poker and had a drink with uh, Trip from Enterprise. I can't think of the guy's name, but uh, yeah.
1: Oh, he's cute, or he was cute. I mean, I don't no, know what he looks like now, but cute. I found him to be attractive. He's very cute. Uh, yeah, we, we played
0: poker and uh, over there at the Rio Hotel, we were there playing. I sat down at the table and I was just like, hey, I know you. And then uh, I didn't pester him. And so then he started talking and he was a nice guy. Now, he, was
1: Data sitting at the table trying to learn how to bluff? No. Brent Spiner that, uh, Brent
0: Spiner was there, uh, but he did, was not doing that, no.
1: Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, I don't even remember what we were talking about We were now, talking about the uh, days
0: of history, the October 9th. These are all things that we get in our little packet every uh, week from our executive producer, Cyclone. So, uh, and that's it, Adam. That's all we have. Uh, you know, we don't do a birthday segment anymore, but let's see. who Anyone interesting uh, have a birthday on October 9th? that I even have ever
1: heard of before. Well, I mean, there were a lot of birthdays, but... Uh, Nick Swardson. Nick Swartz. Is that the one? Oh, no. It says he would be 434 years old.
0: <laughs> I don't know who Nick Swardson I don't. I don't know who that... There is a Nick... Oh, Marie Kondo. There's a, Marie Kondo. This day sparks joy. Marie Kondo.
1: Oh, very nice. Yeah. How old is she? I can't, 30, I can't 36. Find 36. Mm-hmm. Happy oh and birthday.
0: Scotty McCreary he's that he's that American Idol one Baby girl, I once nice played uh, I once
1: played poker with Marie Kondo really yeah okay great not not really she you know she wouldn't do that it's sorry that was loud what not you know the table is not nearly organized or clean enough for her everyone just throwing chips in the middle. it's very unorganized and uh,
0: this hand does not spark joy I fold. Uh <laughs> Oh, I had a timer that I was supposed to start, wasn't I? Although she
1: is very calm. So she might be good at poker. Like, you know, that Hey
0: yeah. if you want to send us an email it's contact at mixminuspodcast.com if you want to send us a voicemail it's voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com that's a website that you just go there on your phone and, and you can just hit record and start talking to us it's fun, it's great uh, also uh, we are here on Pride 48 every Friday night 10pm Eastern Time streaming live uh, and we'd like to you know see you in the chat room like these lovely people So
1: there's another uh, there's a show on Netflix that we watch that's home edit or whatever And they organize homes and they always put everything in these clear containers. I think maybe they'll put like rectal suppositories in a container.